It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by... Are you tired of working hard and going nowhere? Get off the treadmill. The latest and greatest piece of fitness equipment is not going to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me and I will. Text the word WORKOUT to 408-883-4442. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke, joined today with Reese Byers. Reese, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing great. Glad to be here. And you're, uh, uh, we're talking about what you're up to. You're a runner, and uh, I was telling you I ran in high school. Um, tell us a little bit of background about about your running, how you got into it, and what you're up to now with your training. Yeah, most definitely. So um, I started running in seventh grade. Um, I started running just because I had ADHD when I was younger, and we were just kind of looking for an outlet and something to kind of, you know, have my attention go towards. And um, started track in seventh grade, and it was the first sport that I ever did, and um, won my very first track race and fell in love with the sport. And I continued to do it in high school, just as something that I loved and had a passion for, and didn't expect it to change my life in the way that it did. Um, I found myself ranked second in the nation my senior year of high school, and had no plans, you know, going to college. Uh, I was going to go to the JC and figure things out, but it allowed me to have a scholarship to go to Sacramento State. And it was a huge blessing for my family and I. Um, so I got to compete at Sac State for five years. And I think I hold still three school records there. Hopefully they stay there for a little bit longer. <laughs> and yeah, I just was able to get a higher education and change my life in, in such a huge way. So I'm thankful for that. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like, if you can find something like that, that you're good at, you're passionate about, yeah. uh, it has the potential to, to just keep lifting you up. And um, so you graduated Sac State and then now you're, you're still running. You're saying you wanted to, you're, you're looking at breaking the four minute mile, which is ridiculously fast. Um, uh, And, and, you know, back when, before, before anybody had ever run a four minute mile, there's all those stories. Like the doctor said it would explode your heart. And, you know, there was all like that. It's humanly impossible. And now like, I think thousands of people have done it, right? Like, it, like, yeah, like hundreds of people, especially in the collegiate scene. Like, I think to make NCAA's, like, you have to run like 356 now. <laughs> it's oh insanely fast, you know. So it's it's still, I think, a major benchmark for for a lot of distance runners for sure. Um, yeah, that I'm gonna manifest for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it, it is. It really is booking. I'm mean, for people who don't know track. You know, that's four laps around the track, and every lap is that that's really fast. Like you're, you're not sprinting, you're not sprinting, but it's pretty close to sprint, right? Yeah. It starts to feel like that, especially in this, in the second half. So, um, for me, I've always like had to try to stay engaged that third lap because, you know, the last lap, you know, it's everything you got, but I think it's about important to, to stay focused yeah. on the third lap, keep that pace, but yeah, yeah. it's all good fun. And I love to hurt and I love to test myself and see what I can do. And I think that's what this sport is about. And just, you know, expressing that passion that you have for it. Yeah. How did, so when you look back and you said you had ADD and this was uh, I, probably a really good move on your parents' part to, to put you into this, uh, you know, to, to give you that focus. Uh, 
what what do you see as far as like how has this benefited you like what personality traits or like um your character like how has this developed your character as a runner whereas maybe if you didn't run you wouldn't have had some of those lessons oh my gosh so many lessons definitely especially being a student athlete you know i learned great time management skills great leadership skills being a part of a team and um being the number one guy on the team setting a good example and and um, encouraging others. Um, it's definitely helped me um, be a good team player um, and really help uh, value my, my, myself um, a lot more, you know? Um, finding something that you're passionate about really helps you discover the best version of yourself, you know, because you wanna find a better way to do it. And I think it just trickles in the other areas of your life. And I've been able to utilize that for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that. And, you know, one of the things I tell my clients and, and everyone on the show is, you know, we have all these different goals, right? We have family goals. We have, you know, financial goals. We have health goals. I, I always think the number one is your health goal, right? If you can, if you can master that, if you can, or like you said, you find something that you're passionate about, especially at an early age, I think it, it can, it can trickle, right? It can trickle into everything else. So what do you, what are you up to now? Like you're still running, obviously. What do you, what do you, what did you major in? What do you, what are you doing for, for work and everything? Yeah. So right now, um, so I majored in sociology with a minor in psychology at Sacramento state. Um, nice. and I did a couple, couple different jobs, a lot of customer service jobs. I did security for a long time. Um, I wanted to go into law enforcement and kind of recently decided not to go that route. Um, at least I oh, really? time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of still kind of figuring things out, but I'm focusing on, on running right now. I still can, I'm still, uh, yeah relatively young i just turned 30 so i'm kind of right in that prime uh, prime age right now um yep. but um yeah uh, it's like you know life happens stuff like that and it's been a little while honestly since i think i've had a breakout performance um you know, losing my mom and going through various adversities but that's definitely taught me to become uh, a lot stronger of a person and and love myself more you know i yeah. i really come to realize that you know uh it all starts with us um and um, how we cultivate our thoughts and our feelings on the inside instead of waiting for the outside to change we got to change ourselves on the inside and then the outside changes so I've done a lot of personal growth and a lot of inner work I think in the last few years that will definitely pay dividends towards my goals in the future that's awesome that's awesome well do you I can see you as a running coach do you have you coached running at all Actually, uh, uh, last few years, recently, I coached uh, at the San Jose JC. That was my first coaching uh, experience, awesome. and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, I'm still in touch with the kids that I used to coach, and that was back in 2018. So yeah. um, that was that was awesome. And then I also coached uh, Rio Americano High School in Sacramento as well. So had nice. some coaching experience, and uh, I, I really love it, though. I really do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything you just said, it, it's, it's so true, right? Everything starts on the inside, and, yeah. you know, you can really – manifest everything that you want on the outside and um what it so speaking of the inside so you i'm sure you've given this a lot of thought um what's your training program going to look like for you you know breaking that sub four minute mile what what is your thought process what's your training look like what's the time frame how long does it take you you're already conditioned but you're going to yeah. take I would imagine months of just training, training, training. So what's that going to look like? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's actually exciting that you asked that question. Um, so I was just kind of formulating. So right now um, with the running group that I'm part of, there is uh, coaching that is offered um, and there's a team out there and they train and all that, but they also email the training and the scheduling and stuff like that. Um, and which I try to follow as best as I can, but I also kind of 
uh, I'm self-coached a little bit too, so I kind of finagle what works best with me. But honestly, a lot of bulk of it is just the consistency and the mileage. So if you can be, cons- there's no magical, you know, workout, you know, that'll get you fit. It's just, you know, weeks, days, you know, stacked on top of each other. So I think staying healthy and consistent is the big key. And then um, eventually, yes, you do want to be consistent with workouts, hitting different systems, doing your tempo work, doing your speed work, um, stuff like that. And so usually I try to, um, like, for example, a week for me would be like a Monday would be like an easy day. I like to start my weeks easy. So I'll do an easy 10 mile day on Monday and then and Tuesday and then Wednesday and Saturdays would be my workouts. So I would usually do like a tempo type workout on Wednesday and then maybe some interval type stuff on Saturday. Um, and it's nice because there's, nobody on the track usually on Saturday. So it's a little bit easier to get out there. Right. Um, and Sundays are usually like my long run. So I'll do 16, 17 plus miles on those wow. days. And yeah, I usually try to hit 80, 85 miles a week. So. Wow. 80, 85 a week. Nice. Is that, yeah. what did you hit when you were in like high school and college? Were you, were you close to that or was it? <laughs> so in high school, uh, I, I was one of those kids that was so, I think, just naive. Like, I just showed up to practice and, you know, did what the coaches told me to. Right. Um, and I remember getting to college. I'm like, mile repeats, tempos? Like, what is that? Because we didn't do any of that <laughs> in high school, you know? So um, definitely in high school, I did a little bit uh, lower mileage. I think I was maybe like 40 or so. Um, yeah. I didn't really keep track of mileage in high school. And then I got to college and it was a whole new ball game. Um, I was probably doing around 16 miles a week my freshman year. Yeah. And then sophomore year, I was doing 70 to 80. <laughs> and then going into my junior year, I was I was thinking, I want to see if I can do a 100-mile week. And so <laughs> I hated doubling. So I would just go out the door and do 14 miles every day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. No doubles, no doubles on singles. And I would do 100-mile weeks on singles. And I think I did that for maybe seven, eight weeks before the week went back to the season and had the best season I've ever had and ran 13.58 in the 5K. Oh, my gosh. 13.58? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow. That's pretty fast. Nice. I um, won that race at the Stanford Invite, and uh, that was an awesome experience for sure. Actually, our whole team had to go to another meet, and our, our distance coach had to beg our head coach just to take me and two other of our top girls to go to the Stanford Invite, and we almost didn't get our shot to go, but luckily our yeah. coach convinced the coach, and we all had a great race that night. So That's the night. best. Yeah, that's awesome. That's the best race. You're um, on the golf course, right? The Stanford golf course? So this is on the track. So I've done the cross country oh, okay. meet, but this is uh, in the track stadium. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. It was a track run. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The cross country is on the golf course. There are a lot of guys who run that race who are running it barefooted because you know the grass is so nice and cushy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> so you're run- okay. So now you you said you've run hundred mile weeks, but that was just a, a couple in college. But now you're at like eighty, eighty five. What does yeah. your diet look like? How much are you eating? What do, what does that look like to refuel properly? Yeah, so um, I've actually improved my diet a little bit over the last couple of years. Um, that's something that I think uh, I was also naive about in college and stuff like that. Um, but definitely, I've I've seen the improvements, or yeah, the improvements and the importance of, of fueling, um, especially right after. Um, and I'm usually a runner that doesn't like to have a whole lot in my stomach before I run, so I usually yeah. have maybe like a banana or maybe some oatmeal before just something to have in my stomach for the run some fuel and then I usually try to there's like a 30 minute window right after you run a workout that I believe that your body best absorbs the nutrients so I'll try to get some sorts of protein a protein bar or something right at right immediately and then um, hopefully within those two hours have like a major meal um, of some yeah. kind 
So, but yeah, usually I, I don't calorie track, um, but I do have a fast metabolism. Um, and I've yeah. been told, obviously, the amount that you've been running, I'm already uh, earning twice that amount too. So right. I'm constantly eating, which is good because I love food. So yeah, 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 exactly. Me too. I'm in the same boat. I work out because I love to eat. So <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So they complement each other for sure. But yeah. I've been eating a lot of salads lately. Like I used to hate salads, um, but now I've been eating like tons and tons of salads. I used to hate bananas, but now I can't stop eating bananas. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, they're so yeah, the bananas are so like um uh sugar rich, right? So you definitely need a lot of carbs. I remember one of the things we did um when I ran cross country in high school is we would do like the pasta night the night before and just yeah, like pasta. like carb load. And uh yeah. that seemed to I, actually I don't even know. I don't even know if it helped or not, but uh it was yeah. fun. And I love pasta. So <laughs> Yeah, no, it worked out for sure. So yeah, and that's I think another reason I love our sport is just the, the people in the sport and you know the get-togethers and you yeah, know, you go and run through the times. But man, I've met so many amazing friends and people and Olympians and just awesome people in the sport. Yeah, it is. You're right. It is something that you can do. Like, uh, you know, when you're playing, let's say, like soccer, basketball, baseball, you can't just get right up next to somebody and just chat with them. But you know, you go on yeah. a long, thirteen-mile run, you got plenty of time to talk to somebody. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, it helps, you know, make the time go by and kind of share that discomfort together, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely dis discomfort for sure. Um, so what do you tell, what do you tell young people who are just thinking about getting into the sport? They, they see like, oh, that looks like a lot of fun. I can definitely stay healthy. What do you tell those young people like middle school, high school? Yeah, I definitely say, yeah, just focus on uh, on the fun of it. Don't overthink it. You know, at the end of the day, uh, it is just running and and you have to remember your why and why you got into it. And I believe for a lot of people, hopefully it's something that they love. And so something that I fell into, you know, when I was younger, it was putting too much pressure on myself or, or um, allowing myself to get away from the fun aspect of it. And that definitely played a role in my performance as well. So um, definitely, you know, stay in the moment and just do it for the fun of it and just allow it to take you to where it's, you know, it's going to take you. Um, try not to force anything and it'll, it'll work out how it's supposed to work out. At the end of the day, it's all supposed to be fun. And, and yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's good advice. Um, I wish you would have said that advice to me when I was 14 and over, overthinking it, trying to be the best. And yeah, we all, we all go through that, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, uh, Reese, I, I like to close every show giving the guests the opportunity to go uh, back to, let's say, like um, like a college graduation. You're the keynote speaker, or maybe a corporation. Um, what would you tell those people about how to get the most out of their lives? Hmm, that's a really good question. Um, I'd say. Yeah, stay in your own frame, you know, especially once you get into the real world, there's going to be a lot of, you know, opinions, tug and pull with other people. And I realized, too, a lot of the thoughts and feelings that we have aren't necessarily ours, just kind of cultivated from the people and environments that are around us. So I think it's important to, you know, stay, uh, stay attached to your goals and what you what you value. Um, and also remember to have fun. Life is supposed to be fun. You know, it's going to have stressful moments, but you know, whether it's a big moment, a new job or, or, uh, or anything else, you know, I think it's important to remind yourself to be in the moment, have fun and, and trust yourself. You know, uh, I believe that we have the strength, uh, to get through each and every moment that we're in. And I think that it's how we are present and utilize that moment that makes a difference in our lives. Nice. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. How do people get in touch with you online, uh, social media, website, 
Yeah. So uh, my Instagram is conscious runner 5k. Um, and uh, you can follow my Olympic journey there. I, my goal is to be an Olympian uh, in 2024. So it's going to happen. I'm manifesting it right now. And uh, yeah, I'm also on Facebook. Um, I'm starting a YouTube channel. I'm on YouTube. I have a few videos on there. Um, so it's just Reese Byers, I think, on YouTube and Facebook. And yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Reese. I appreciate you joining us today. And uh, we will keep tabs on you and your Olympic journey 2024. Thank you so much again for joining me. Best of luck with the, the mile breaking the four. Thank you very much, Chris. You take care and hopefully I'll talk to you soon. Definitely.